welcome to Meta Moments episode 25. Yes, 25. It's been a while since I recorded one of these. So, where are we? We're at the defense setting phase of season 45, which is a 3v3 season. Um, what is Meta Moments, if you're listening to this for the first time? It is a sort of snapshot, 24 to 48 hours of PvP in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Um, usually GAC primarily, but we are in the middle of the attack phase of TW. And there have been a couple of interesting videos um, on TW stuff showing two videos, in fact, showing different varieties of JML teams beating uh, two different, but still basically all high relic ultimate versions of Leia quite handily. Cool to see. Um, yeah, I somehow thought she would be stronger on defense in TW, but oh well, interesting. Now, on to GAC, and really what I'm focused on here is uh, setting my defense. I have had approximately 35 minutes, much less time than I planned today, to, well, 35 minutes before this phone call. A <laughs> phone call, what am I talking about? I'm a little tired still. Um, before this recording. <laughs> Excuse me. And still getting over my cold or flu or whatever. Let's go back to uh, defense. So, how did I approach my teams? Um, I haven't watched any videos of best teams, whatever. I, I think I know enough, like, I know enough about how the dynamics work and interact that I'm not really going to need um, some recommendations of teams. Um, and also, for my particular playstyle, which tends to be uh, rather offense-heavy, I'm more worried about keeping worried. I'm more concerned. My priority is keeping a strong offense with a lot of options rather than making a super clever defense. So generally, especially the first week of a new Datapron, um, a new set, I'm trying to make a defense that hasn't been seen that much before, or that I know is strong, something new that people aren't familiar as much with fighting. Um, so a new, new Datapron uh, team, basically, is what I'm trying to do as much as possible. And still keep some good GLs on defense. I think in threes, I think now that we have eight GLs, if you have all of them, um, and Starkiller and Treya, and there's other teams that can do stuff to kill GLs or go part of the way to kill GLs. Um, I think between two and five GLs on defense is good for my playstyle. Uh, but given that there's a lot of change in the power dynamic with GLs and the first week, I tend to be more on the lower side of that. Um, and especially since GLs got quite a boost. The whole GL dynamic, my theory of it is very interesting. And in the 35 minutes that I, that I spent trying to build my teams, um, well, obviously, if you watch the meta, watch or listen to the meta um, yesterday, 
where I tried to spend an hour sort of planning what I need to do to prepare. Obviously, I learned some stuff there too. But what did I do now? What did I do to try and solve my, to fix my team? So I have a spreadsheet where I just keep track of the teams I have on offense and defense. Um, for me, that's an easy way to, to remember the last season, or the last match or whatever. Um, of course, everything is on GG too. Um, but the first thing that I did is I took this list and I went on uh, on GG and I looked at both of these things and looked at which of the top teams. I didn't look at Insight. I looked at just the old regular free counters where it shows all the various teams and their average hold rates. Um, I sort of filtered out GLs or I didn't pay that much attention to GLs. And I thought about each of, well, I paid a little bit of attention because some of the GLs were really affected. Um, but I looked at the, the teams and like, which of these have a Datacron or a new member of the team? Um, and which of them lost, or like they have a new Datacron or they have a Datacron to fix their team. And which of them lost a Datacron from their team? And I compared that to my previous defense um, and figured out what are the teams that I sort of want to take off of defense. I look at my defense first because obviously offense is everything that you don't put on defense. So I sort of set my defense and then I know everything else that would be available for offense. Um, so I've, defense to me is effectively teams that I take away from my offense more than offense being the leftover of defense. It's a small thing, maybe a little bit semantical, but that's how I look at it. So, um, the first thing I did was compare this list of, or I made a little list of winners and losers from last, uh, from set nine. So basically, with set nine, um, what are the teams that lost, and what are the teams that uh, are still good with new datacrons? So basically, what are the teams on my defense that I can just swap datacrons? versus the teams on a defense, I need to either take off my defense or accept a lower effective power level. And when I say lower effective power level, it relates to also the teams I expect to beat them. So like I could go down this road, it just all happens in my head, I don't write any of this down, this is just my, my thought process. Um, so the main, and these are not all of them, of course, just the main ones that I am planning to do something with on my defense or, or offense. Um, so some of the winners that were good with set 9 and set 10, that are now, I think, good with uh, set 10 and set 11, are still good, uh, Saw team. So I think Saw, Kara, and Old Rex, or Captain Rex, that, that was a great team last season, great hold rates, and it used primarily, not always, but it used primarily the Captain Rex uh, data run from set 10. There was about half of them use the set nine, or set nine, 15% data crown as well. They were very tanky, hard to kill, and decent damage. Um, and now Saw has his own data crown in set 11, or you can use a set 10 data crown. That's a very good team. Uh, CLS. So I'm saying primarily CLS, 2PO, and 3PO, or 3PO and Chewy. Um, this was a great team last 3v3 season. Has been for a while, really, but 
but they had the Wookiee Prawn. Or you could use the 15% uh, level 3 from set 9. But now they still have the Wookiee Prawn, which is quite good. Or you can use a Defense Prawn from set 11. Rebel stuff is awesome in set 11. A lot of, a lot of really good Rebel um, uh, effects at level 6. So, in my mind, this team actually got a little bit better, or a little bit more flexible. I think still set 10 is great, but now you have more options with set 11. Um, Riva. This probably got the biggest power boost from set, from last season to this season. Um, the Unaligned Forced user sets level 6s, and the level 3 is her dark side for Unaligned Forced user, so you can do a lot of stuff with Riva now. And it, this is one of the teams I think that's going to affect the entire meta. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's quite good. I'm, I think this is going to play a significant role in, in many people's offensive defense, whether they win or not. Um, and in, in addition to Han Chewy, uh, or just into CLS, I think Han and Chewy, you know, oftentimes they're with Dash, you could put them with Kira, you could put them with with Wedge, um, but with the Rebel stuff in in uh, set 9, or in set 11, even if you're losing the bulk, they don't really benefit that much from bulk, but if you're using set 10 with them last season already, because of the armor penetration. So, I think there's just another two units that you can put in many places that got, got a, they're still good, they won, they got better. Losers from last season, the Sith in general, mostly Malgus and Sith Eternal teams. Um, also Darth Vader. I don't really think Lord Vader, because you have an Ufukron to use from him for him if you keep Maul with him, which I think you should, otherwise he's going to be easy to beat, way too easy to beat. He already is sort of easy with JML and Jedi Knight Kenobi, excuse me, Jedi Knight Cal. Um, but, yeah, so Lord Vader isn't really a loser, I don't think. It's mostly just Darth Vader, which was not highly used anyway, and Malgus and Sea Teams. Um, Night Sisters, huge losers. I still think you can, you can make them decent with, like, armor penetration from set 10. Like, no stats at all, none of the actives, the abilities, but just the, sorry, none of the stats. Uh, you, you use the stats, you don't get the abilities. So that is definitely a possibility for Night Sisters, but you're missing out all of the, the cool actives and stuff like that. Um, so that's definitely a, a loss for them. Um, and I think there's so many darks, not so many, but I mean, you know, you have Trench and uh, Newt, the Tuscans. A lot of these, Definitely can be good if you have the level 3 for stats, and you can get defense again, which is a fantastic stat, and you can get production and crit damage and stuff, so like these teams will be good, but in the first week especially of this 3v3 season, most people probably do not have those Datacrons available. So for the first week, I think, and that's what I'm aiming at here, just the first week, this is a week at a time that I do this planning, um, I think a lot of those sort of like a, B teams for dark side uh, lost quite a bit. 
So that's for existing teams that were already on defense or on offense, maybe. Um, now I'm looking at it from a perspective. What are teams that were quite good before, or excuse me, that weren't good before that are um, new winners? Like with the with the new danger on set, in particularly, what are things that are are new? Uh, new possibilities to exceed. So not good already. They weren't. I weren't. I wasn't using. I weren't. I wasn't using them in the past. But I want to be using them in the future, or I'm planning on using them in the future. So as I'm reading through the, my notes here, I, I don't think it's the most perfect way to describe it, but it's the way that I broke up the um, the units. Ones that weren't on my defense or offense as much last season that I'm expecting to be more this season. Um, obviously Leia, for people who have it, they're fantastic. She is fantastic. Um, great data cron, etc. It's a no-brainer. Um, Malikos. Malikos and Seer. So Seer was popular before, but man, there was really no good Seer team. You could bad batch almost all of them. Uh, Seer was not great in the last three to three seasons. Not great at all, but I think she's so because it was a really nice, popular, highly used team. I think in this coming season, she's going to be fantastic uh, with Malikos there, especially with his data crumb. Um, Ewoks, no one has used Ewoks forever, <laughs> not no one, but hardly anybody. Um, and I think I think it's probably Chirpa, Papu, and Nisa. If you have the Nisa DC, even better. But put some good defense on that, and I think it's going to be surprisingly good. I don't think you'll be able to nest it. Maybe. Maybe you will. But I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I have Ray in here in my list as well. Ray and Starkiller. Yeah, th I mean, those have been staples on offensive defense forever. But I think they're just with set 11. Like you lost something from set nine and you're getting a slightly different team in set 11. Now that's why I'm saying my, from the new season here, these are affected positively. Anyway, a little bit weird. Um, anyway, let's move on. The last thing I want to do is some, some losers, irregardless of Datacron teams that are becoming slightly less powerful in compared to what was beating them before. So I think Java is actually one of these. Um, I mean, again, this is just first week. You will probably have, after week two, and certainly at certain levels, you know, maybe in the top 50 or top hundreds or you know, bigger accounts or something like that, they're going to have high defense, crit damage perhaps, um, or health deal for Java, and that's probably going to be more difficult than the additional health and protection. But on the other hand, Jedi Master Kenobi was already beating the crap out of uh, Java teams before, and with the armor penetration, stacking offense, I don't think that's going to change. I think Kenobi is still going to kill Java really easily. And do you want to invest in a Datacron that's really not going to affect the win-loss rate of Java? Java's already going on the down sort of a bit last season in threes. And I think he's going to get 
the same or worse in this season. Unless your opponent doesn't have, you know, SLKR or JMK and you have a great data crown and they don't, but then it's not really worth comparing, you know. Um, and Lord Vader is sort of similar in this boat. I said earlier that I think Lord Vader is still going to be fine, and I do, but I don't think he's necessarily better, and it's going to take longer to get a good Datacron for him, mostly for Maul, really. That's what you're getting. A high defense, Ufu repost Datacron, I guess, is what you're aiming for. Um... And that, I mean, some people may have it, but generally the specialized datacrons that you really need just one thing will take a while. You also could just toss on a light side high defense datacron, it's fine. You don't get the stacking level three buffs. Not stacking, but you don't get the level three buffs from dark side, but defense in general is fantastic for high defense or tanky characters, which Lord Vader is one. So that's basically it. Um, it's a bit of bit of a rambling thing here, but I'm just trying. I was trying to go over the various teams and figure out what I had to adjust on my roster, what ones I could add in, what ones I had to take away on defense again because everything else I keep for offense. Um, and the last thing I did was checking the data prongs. Um And here is where my offense is going to be very sketchy, and I actually put a few more defensive or dark side defensive teams than I normally do, uh, because I have like almost no dark side datacrons. Um, I mean, I don't even have 60 datacrons, you know, at just the beginning. So maybe I have like 30 from the previous set, and then another you know, 10 or 15 maybe from this set. And this new set is half-half, so in reality, that's only seven. I have probably a little bit more than seven, but seven dark side datacrons are not only a few of them are rolled well. Uh, mostly ones that I did for, for Territory Wars, the ones that the guild had asked to get a few few special ones. I didn't get them all, but you know, you do what you can with what you got. Um, so this is going to be a very interesting first week with the fewer datacrons. A whole bunch of data, dark side teams are no longer quite as good. The main dark side GLs are no longer as good. Um, of course, if you meet opponents with a good dark side datacrons, are going to be great. I think the dark side B teams are much better um, if you have the datacrons for them. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. Big. I don't really have any good Imperial Trooper datacrons, but I think it's going to be potentially interesting in 3v3. Some high defense Iden comps. With two tanks that could outlast, Stormtrooper, um, Gar, and Super Commando has some potential there. Gar leads, Stormtrooper, and Super Commando, I think could be an interesting team, especially if you have the Datacron for Super uh, Stormtrooper. Um, so yeah, interesting. I hope this gave you a few ideas. Um, good luck with your planning, and I'll be back in a couple of days during the next defense phase to share what I have learned. Cheers. Good luck.